Buy from wholesalers. Go to trade shows. Buy in bulk. That's the message that was drummed into my head when I started my gift basket business. I, according to magazines and other trade publications that I read, I was supposed to stay out of retailers and just buy from wholesalers wherever those wholesalers were. And that made sense to me because wholesalers at the time had the absolute lowest prices so that you could make the highest amount of money when selling gifts and gift baskets to consumers. When I went into a Bed Bath & Beyond, which I've shared with you in the past, and saw soups and stews for 99 cents on a pallet right in front of me as I went into the store, that wholesale buying only message went out of my head, at least for that moment. There was no way that I could pass up these soups and stews. And there's a couple of reasons why, which I'll share with you. One of the reasons though, at the time, we're talking about 99 cent items right there, 24 of them. You could see the packaging, clear, good looking packaging, good appearance, nothing was broken or torn. And I could simply buy the products right there. And even though they were 99 cents, I asked the manager if I could buy everything that was right there at a lower price because I was taking everything. And he said, yes, that was a good buy. One that I know would have been more expensive and more time consuming from a wholesaler if I had bought it through a wholesale, through a wholesale process. And that's one story about buying products from a retailer in that particular time, really at that particular time. There are reasons why buying retail today could still work for you. There's a real balance between buying wholesale and buying retail. It really does depend on what you're looking for and what happens to be in a store that you're in at a particular time when you're probably buying for yourself. Let's talk about the reasons why it makes sense to buy retail when you have the opportunity to do so, so that you can decide what makes sense and what makes dollars. Stay tuned. Welcome to Gift Basket Business, where we discuss the ideas, triumphs, and challenges aspiring entrepreneurs and seasoned designers face in the gift basket world. I'm Shirley George Frazier, your host and author of How to Start a Home-Based Gift Basket Business, The Gift Basket Design Book, and I'm Chief Basketologist at GiftBasketBusiness.com. It still makes sense to buy from wholesalers when you can. Not every wholesaler sells to the retail market as actually most wholesalers do sell to retailers. That's what they're there to do. But some wholesalers don't sell their products in the area that you're in. And that makes the products that you buy from them exclusive, at least exclusive in the market you're in. You certainly want to make your gift baskets with a variety of products that hopefully every consumer won't see in every supermarket, every specialty store, and every discount store that's in your area. And that is important to the balance that you have of buying from wholesalers versus buying from retailers when that opportunity makes itself apparent, as it did with me in that particular store that I talked about a little bit earlier. 
But it's not only a Bed Bath & Beyond kind of store that has products. There are also other items or really other places that you see products that are going to be appropriate for your gift baskets at the time that you want to make them in the seasons that make sense for you to make those products. When you buy items from a retailer and you do that, if you are in a home office or in a commercial space, that's when buying from retailers usually comes to mind and usually makes itself available. If you have a traditional store, you are buying from a wholesaler because you are minding your store and you need items to be shipped to you at a certain time when a holiday or a theme is appropriate. When you are buying from a retailer, you are doing so for four reasons that I can think of, but certainly you'll think of other reasons according to your buying needs. One reason is that you have an immediate use for fast sales. And that's what I experienced when I bought the soups and stews. It was the winter season. I knew that soups and stews would sell very quickly in the gift baskets that I was making. I didn't want to buy soups and stews during the summer or spring when there was a clearance because there would be a long time before those soups and stews would be sold. I'd have to wait until the next cold season. And I really didn't want product like that around in my office, in my studio, becoming older, even if there was a long lead on the expiration date. I wanted to quickly turn those products around for fast sales. And that is what happened. Another reason is that you are targeting a specific industry when you buy certain types of products. You can foresee a certain industry such as construction or home buyers or really home sellers, or maybe it is any hospital workers, anyone like that, educators. There are targeted industries that you know are going to buy certain items. And so if you see something on the retail market, you know that you can, again, sell items quickly. That's what you're looking for. Another reason for buying retail is that the items pair well with all season themes. So if you are buying a certain kind of tea or a certain kind of cookie, and you know that you can pair them with gift baskets made for the spring, summer, fall, or winter, sure, maybe you will buy items like that from a retailer. When I think of that, and I'm going to share this name again, I think of a grandma's cookies or some other brand of chocolate chip cookies that are well-known in the industry, really well-known by consumers, that are acceptable in your gift baskets. And the final reason for buying retail is that you're buying something that's very specific that can only be purchased at a certain retailer or through a certain retailer. That would be a Victoria's Secret, a Disney facility, you want to buy a Disney brand, or somewhere like Bath and Body Works. Stores that you would find in traditional malls that don't sell to the general public because that's their brand. If you know that your customer is going to want a certain body spray or body splash or something for a baby that is only sold in the traditional retail stores, then you go to those stores and you purchase the item. And that 
will satisfy everyone involved, especially because you are going to make sure that you get your money for that particular product by maybe not increasing the price by three times, but certainly increasing the price because you went to buy a specialty item for that particular customer. And that you have to let your customer know about. The customer might want to buy it and bring it to you. That's going to be a relationship that you settle on your own. But buying something specific from a certain retailer that doesn't sell on the wholesale market may be another reason you buy retail. So those are four reasons why retail buying might be in your current buying experience or might be in your future. When I have taught gift basket making at libraries and certain types of centers in my area, and certainly not even not only in my area, but throughout the United States, there are times when I have to buy retail. When I have Christmas gift basket design courses, I have a good feeling and I've, I've experienced that the wholesalers may not have the products that I want available because it's the holiday season. So I have to go and buy items from a retailer. And thankfully, the area that I'm in have has a lot of retailers available with good products that are at a low cost. So the people who are sponsoring the event aren't paying a lot of money, but I'm being rewarded appropriately for all of the travel and all of the work that I've done to buy the products that are going to be great for the for the learning experience. So that is a reason why I would buy retail. I don't I normally would not take items on off of my shelf because that's for my customers, not for a teaching experience. Let me give you some ideas of some products that you might buy retail and why you would buy them retail. Using the examples that I shared with immediate use for the fast sales and and ideas such as that. Now, I mentioned the soups and stews that I bought from the domestics retail company. There's also tabletop barbecue grills that a very, very experienced designer has purchased from a very well-known pharmacy chain. And that pharmacy chain could be a Rite Aid, could be a CVS, could be a Walgreens, anything like that. She buys tabletop barbecue grills to resell as a gift basket to her real estate customers. Realtors will buy her home, her housewarming gifts using the barbecue grills for their high-end customers. If a person is buying a home that is, for example, $300,000 or more, or maybe a little bit less, it depends on the realtor, they will buy her tabletop grill gift basket to say, welcome to your new home. And that grill, which again, again, is tabletop, is filled with all kinds of items for having a new home. And the price that the realtor spends is over $150. The barbecue grill itself would be $3.50, sometimes less when the summer season is coming to a close and the pharmacy chains are now selling the tabletop grills at a clearance price. You can understand why this designer has purchased the grills for this particular use because the markup is so high 
for that sale. Also, the designer has looked into buying the tabletop barbecue grills from the maker. And the maker only sells to high, uh, to retail chains, not to high-end stores, certainly, but to retail chains. So the designer did not qualify to buy these particular tabletop grills. So she buys them retail. That's a reason you might buy on the retail level. Another reason is um, another product, two products, are soups. We get back to soups and hot chocolate. These are two items that I have had to buy, for an example, for the learning experience. And I've also purchased it for the gift baskets that I make. Usually it is for the fall and winter seasons. And these soups and stews are $1 from a dollar store chain of any type. These are the kinds of soups and stews, um, not soups and stews, I'm sorry, soups and hot chocolates that have been made by a very popular company located in California. And that popular company doesn't sell these soups and hot chocolates for $1. This company sells them for $275 to $350 each. When I see them in this dollar chain for a dollar, I immediately buy them because I know my customers are going to enjoy this product. So that's a reason why, another reason why you would buy retail. Again, because in this case, it's a fast sale. Going back to the tabletop barbecue grill, the designer buys them because it's for a specific industry. I didn't mention that, but that is why she buys the tabletop grills for the realtors. Moving on, we're going to stay with hot chocolate, which is from Giradelli, another hot chocolate maker. That's something that I could find for 89 cents in one of the supermarkets that I go into. I'll only buy this hot chocolate when I know that there's going to be a need for it, a use for it, so that I have a fast sale turnaround. The hot chocolate is usually 79 cents or 89 cents at the supermarket and it's not on sale. It just happens to be that price. If I've a if I ask the manager if I can buy if I can get a dozen for say one dime, 10 cents less, sometimes the manager will agree, sometimes they won't. It's up to me to decide if I'm going if I really want to buy this hot chocolate and if not, I'll put it back. No big deal. Maybe I still have the hot chocolate from the the other store, but saving about 11 cents for chocolate, that's big for my business so that I can turn around and buy some other products. Another example is buying from wholesale clubs. Not everyone has wholesale clubs in their area or in within a 20 mile radius. I have, there are wholesale clubs around me that are five miles away, three miles away, 10 miles. I can get to them easily. A wholesale club for me will have Cars Crackers, which is a general type of cracker that we like to put in our gift baskets, unless you're buying from another uh, another brand of cracker. So a wholesale club will have Cars Crackers. They will have biscotti in large containers so that you're buying maybe 50 biscotti or 30 biscotti in one large clear container. It's usually a round container. They will also have grandma's cookies, which I believe I mentioned earlier, or they will have other kinds of cookies and other kinds of snacks. Uh, sometimes they will have the organic nuts 
in small packages that are great in gift baskets. So if you are a member of a wholesale club or are thinking about being a member, then a wholesale club could have the kinds of items that are going to be very advantageous for you to buy on that level. Now, wholesale clubs aren't looked at as retail stores, but it is open to the general public and therefore businesses. So that type of club environment could be very helpful to your budget so that you are buying at the lowest cost in a particular kind of of shop, which is again, the wholesale club. Floral enhancements that are on sale at a Michael's or another kind of craft store, and so many craft stores have closed their doors for the reasons they've had to, but Michael's happens to still be one store that's open. When you buy different types of floral enhancements from a Michael's, you could save a decent amount of money versus buying floral items from a wholesale supplier. So again, you have to balance knowing how much the floral items are going to be at a Michael's versus going to a a supplier. Again, where I am, I can do a cost calculation to determine if it's going to make sense to buy from the whole, the floral wholesaler in my area versus a Michaels. There are quite a few floral suppliers around me that have decent items for a good price. I can think of one that has no good prices <laughs> for whatever reason. Their prices are very high and I might as well go to Michaels to get my floral supplies. But it's up to you to do that calculation and keep records in whatever way you keep records to determine if buying from a retailer or buying from a wholesale supplier is going to be the best way for you to lower your costs and increase your profits. One other thing I want to share is for you to always ask for a discount wherever you're buying retail. If you buy retail, you ask for a discount beyond the retail price that is posted or even beyond the clearance price. I mentioned that when I bought the soups and stews, they were priced at 99 cents. And since I was buying 24, I asked for the uh, lower price and the manager said yes because now he's clearing out inventory more money in the store's pocket and I've got a small discount which I really appreciated and knew I would not get if I didn't ask for a discount so whether there's the retail price or clearance price whether you're buying all the inventory or a substantial amount of the inventory ask if you can have the price lowered If you're just buying two or three items, you're not going to get a discount price. You're certainly going to not pay for tax. You will be tax exempt as long as you show your tax exempt papers, whatever those papers are. But you want to get a lower price if that's possible. So those are some ideas and reasons why buying retail sometimes does make sense, especially when you're not in a traditional store and have a commercial space, you're in a home office, you're maybe in a she shed or maybe in a converted barn and buying from a retailer does make, it does make sense. I don't want to keep saying make sense, but it is a valid reason for buying from a retailer. When the designer that I mentioned that buys the tabletop barbecue grills, when she told me about that, I said, wow, 
Now that absolutely increases your profit margin. Buying some grills that are $3.50 or less and you are selling your designs to a retailer, for a realtor, excuse me, for $150, yeah, I'd buy retail any day for that kind of profit. So from this, you can make your determination on whether or not buying from retailers from time to time is going to be a valid place for you to purchase products. Again, you don't want your gift baskets to look like they came from every Trader Joe's or every supermarket, every place that everyone can go to. You want some exclusivity if you can. You want that exclusive look about your gift basket so that a customer can really see the specialty of what you put together. Putting together items that anyone can get, the popcorn, the chocolates that anybody can pick up may not be so special. Even if you have it in a a container or a high-end basket and the colors look great, still the products may look generic and you don't want that. If you're going to buy retail, you want something that looks like it has just been picked off of a tree for that particular customer. So keep that in mind. I'd love to hear your comments about buying retail. I'm going to have a blog post about it and I'll make sure that that blog post is part of the notes that you see for this article, for this this podcast, so that you can give me your feedback about buying retail. Is that something that you would that you've been doing? Is it something that you say, no, I'm not buying retail, forget it. I'm staying with wholesalers. What's your thought about it? Well, that is it for this edition of Gift Basket Business. Thank you so much for joining me for When It Makes Sense to Buy Retail. Next week, we're going to discuss another important topic that is going to elevate your notoriety, which is all the promotion you do, and your income. You definitely want high profits. Be sure to rate this podcast through your favorite listening device. If you need any support with that, let me know in the blog post and I'll give you a tutorial on how to rate the podcast because I'd love to know how these topics are helping you to learn, grow, and profit. I'm Shirley George Frazier wishing you baskets of success.